All right, Daf Nun Aleph, and we are on Nun Amid Beis, nine lines from the bottom, continuing the Agadata, now about Rebbe. Rebbe Ovid Lehi Lulul, Rebbe Shimon Berei. Rebbe made a chasana for his son, and, he, and as the Hagah on the side points out, he did not invite Bar Kapara, who is his Talmud. So Kosov Al Beis Genana, Bar Kapara, amazingly, just wrote the graffiti on the side of the wedding. Esrin Va'arba Alfin Riba'in Dinarin Nafku Al Beis Genana Dain. 240 million dinar were spent on this chasana, Vuloi Azamne La Bar Kapara, but he still didn't invite Bar Kapara, which Ben Yayada says, of course, this is a guzma, but he said there's a fortune of money was spent on this chasna, but he still didn't invite me. Omar Le Bar Kapara said to Rebbe, If someone who's over on what Hashem wants gets this kind of wealth, can you imagine what people actually do what Hashem wants? Which is a pella that Bar Kapara should talk this way about Rebbe. But Rebbe didn't seem to get angry. On the contrary, Asmane, Rebbe invited Bar Kapara. So Bar Kapara said to hit back to him, Now he turned it into a compliment. So you look what happened, kind of schar, someone who's an Oyser Ritzayna gets in this world, you imagine what he's getting in the world to come. Of course, this pelted for many reasons, but if you look at Rabbi Kivegar's Mitzayin, the Chuvas Shvas Yaakov, that's just a beautiful shot, basically is that Bar Kapara, who was a Badchan, and as the Mafarish points out, Rebbe was very scrupulous, and we're going to see soon in the Gemara, he didn't want to laugh in this world. He didn't want to be Nen at all in this kind of world because he was a Bal Yisurim, and he, that was by design. So he didn't want to invite Bar Kapara because he, lest Bar Kapara should cheer him up too much. Bar Kapara had a machlikis with Rebbe. He felt that Rebbe was wrong, and he felt that a Yid is supposed to be Mesameach in this world, certainly at a Dvar Mitzvah, like at a Chasna. Rebbe held, like the Gemara says in Baruch Islam and Aleph, that us serve for a person being Yimali Shaik Piv Ba'ila Mazah. And that would be even at his own child's Chasna. Continues the Gemara, Human Mechaich Barebi, any day that Rebbe would talk a laugh, if he would, Asya Puran Salah Alma, then the world would have a Puraniyas. Because in other words, Rebbe kind of took it on himself, all of the Puraniyas, so this way the world wouldn't have to suffer. Amar Leila Barkapara, Rebbe said to Barkapara, Loi Tevadchen Vyahavan Lei Arboin Grive Chite. Don't make me laugh, and I'll give you 40 Grive it's not clear what, how, how big a grievy is, but I'm going to pay you not to make me laugh. And the Mepharshim says, because this was Barakapara's profession, he was a badchan, he made people laugh. So Rebbe said, don't worry, I'll, I'll cover your costs and I will pay for your service even though you shouldn't make me laugh. Omar Leh, Barakapara said to Rebbe, Lechzimar kol griva debi'ina shakilna. So whatever size of the griva that I'm going to demand, you got to pay. Shakil diklo rabba, Barakapara then took a basket, chafiyah b'kufar, and he lined the inside of it so this way with pitch or some some sort of tar so this way no grains could fall out of it. Sachfe al reshe, and then he turned the basket upside down, put it on his head. All right, so now pay me the 40 grievy that you owe me. Now, Achach Rebbe, this is obviously hilarious. And Rebbe laughed. Omer Lay, and Rebbe said to him, Love is hartuch, delight to Vatkan. Didn't I tell you not to make me laugh? And therefore now I don't owe you anything. So Omer Lay Bar Kapara says, So I'm just talking about the wheat that you owe me. And Rav Usher Dicker, who's the one who elucidated the sixth parak of Nadarim, he suggests that this was Gufa part of his joke. What he was saying here was that, look, I'm turning the basket upside down, so therefore that's how much grain you owe me to fill this upside down container, which obviously can't hold anything because it's upside down on my head. And therefore that would be the shot of why he's saying, really, you don't me anything. told the daughter of Rebbe, Lemacher, tomorrow, meaning at the day of the Chasana, I'm going to drink wine with your father's dancing and your mother's kirkone. Which is Rishonim have different shot than what it means, but according to the Ran, it means that she's going to be singing, which is kind of a pella. How is it that she could be singing at the Chasana tomorrow? The Lachar is called Isha. And the simplest way to understand it is at that level where they're not going to create any kind of Yitzhahara, it would be okay, just like you have the Gemara and Ksubis, where, where the Amorayim would dance with the Kala on their shoulders. 
because they are diamond to them like a kura of a bias. Anyway, so Barakapara says to this girl that, oh, your father's going to be dancing and your mother's going to be serving me. Ben Alosa chasni to Rebbe Have. And also, you should know, this is important information to understand the story best. Ben Alosa was the son-in-law of Rebbe, Vashur Gadol Have, and he was very rich. It's interesting, he was called Ben Alosa. He wasn't called by his own name. He was called by the son of his father's name because he inherited the money of his father. And that's going to play a role also because people who inherit money, treat their money differently than someone who earns the money themselves and therefore might be more careful with their money. Anyway, So Barkapar was invited to the chasna of Reb Shimon, which was Rebbe's son. Omer lay Barkapar le Rebbe at the chasna. Barkapar said, Rebbe, my tayeva. What's the shot in the word tayeva? When we talk about Mishkav Zachar, the Torah says it's a tayeva. So what does that word mean? So call the Omer le Rebbe, tehechen hu tayeva. Whatever shot in the word that Rebbe would say what tayeva was, parchal Barkapar, Barkapar would shlug it up. Omer le. So finally, Rebbe said, okay, parshayat, so explain it. You tell me what the pshat is. So First, let your wife come and pour me a cup of wine. So also she came and poured him a cup of wine. So Barakapar then said to Rebbe, This is amazing. Barakapar said, Okay, Rebbe, I want you to dance for me, and then I'm going to tell you the pshat and, and what the tayeva means. Then Rebbe Taka did it. So after he did it, this is, he said the pshat, tayeva is toya ataba. It's an acronym for you're straying, toya, you're going off the beaten that ataba because you're being by all the man. So it's not the normal way of doing things. That's what the, that's what the word tayeva means. L'kasa achrina amalate, in order to get another cup of wine, what did Barkapara do? He said, my tevel. Tevel is a reference when a woman is nivels from a behemoth. Amalei kiniyasa kadmaa. So Rebbe said that Kapara all like we had before, meaning Rebbe said, all right, I give up. Tell me what the answer is. So Amalei, so Barkapara said, Rebbe, it would lead to Amalei. Do what I already told you to do. In other words, dance for me and I will give you the shot. So Amalei, Rebbe did it. Amalei, Barkapara says to Rebbe, tevel hu tavlin yeshpla. Is there any spice? Is there any tavlin in this kind of maizabia? That's the pshat in the word. Why would anybody want to be nivels from the behemoth? Why is this kind of maizabia? of Bia different than any other kind of more natural way of Bia that a person would want to do it. Omar Leib, Mark Rebbe, one more. My Zima. What is Zima? In the Torah talks about a man being mafker his daughter for his nose. It calls it a Misa of Zima. So Omar Leib, Mark said, Ibud Kiyon Yosekadma, do like we did beforehand. Ovid Omar Leib, and he said, Zo Mahi. This child, this product of this nus, what is he? Like, uh, where does this kid come from? Because right, he looks like the father, and that's not you. So Ben Alosa, that was we said beforehand, he was the son-in-law. He could not handle what was going on here. He thought this was a chutzpah for his father-in-law. So come v'nafakuve is v'inse mitaman. So he and his wife got up and they stormed out of the chasna. I guess it made a scene. So my Ben Alosa, who was this? What was the chashu about Ben Alosa? Detanya leilachinam pizer es Alosa es maisav. But Alosa, he didn't. He wasn't this little trust fund baby that went ahead and just spent his money on. And ridiculous things. Uh, no. Rather, he used his money to demonstrate what the haircut of the Kayin Gadol was. That it was a, it was a concern Lulonius. My Lulonius, what was so special about this Lulonius haircut? Amr Yehuda. Tisparti Echido was very unique. Somehow the top of one hair reached the base of the hair that was adjacent to it. And that's the, that was the haircut of the Kayin Gadol that Ben Elasa spent so much money on to get. But the Gemara is saying this Lishvach, that he he wasn't somebody who just wasted his money, even though he was Ben Elasa and inherited all his money rather than earning it on his own. The Mishnah had said, but Elasa Ritsuma. So my Delasa Ritsuma, what is this reference to this kind of gourd called a Ritsuma? So Mershmul, Kura Kurkaze, that's the name of a place where it's from. Vashi over, 
delasa tmuna beremet. It's not about a kind of delas, a kind of a gourd, but rather it's how it's prepared. It's put into hot ashes, and that's how it's prepared. Ravashi, but that can't because Rav Yomer delasa rames he delas mitris. That delasa rames is the same as delas mitris and kalaim ima yevanis kalaim inam remutsa, and they will be kalaim if you put them together with the remutsa. So that sounds very much like a remutsa is a kind of gourd and not a way it's prepared because kalaim is about two different meaning being put together, it's not two different methods of preparation of the food. So them to yofta. So now this is actually not really a mission. It's more like a printing error because this is really the last part of the previous mission. And it's it's and it's clear that way from the run. The fact that the runs didn't exist beforehand and only over here. Anything that, if a guy says, I'm making a netter of anything that's prepared inside of a kedera pot, he's only going to be something that has a lot of boiling. That's the kind of isra he's making. But if he says anything that goes into a kadera, hayeri lekadera, then usher b'chol hanasa bekadera, anything that is made in a pot, even if it doesn't have the excessive boiling. Tanya we learned in a brayso hanayder min hayeri lekadera. If you make an enter by anything that goes into a pot, usher b'yeri lilfus, it's going to usher even things that go into a pan to fry it afterwards. Shekvar yard lekadera kadim shiyard lelfus, because the derech was before you fry something in the pan, first you boil it in the pot a little bit. So if you're talking about the yard, the things that are yard lelfus were already in the kadera. However, min hayeri lelfus, if you make if you enunciate that you only are going to usher things that went into the lelfus, the pan. Motorbeard look there because those things doesn't necessarily go into a kadera at all. Now, if something is completed from a kadera, then or In other words, if you speak out that these things have to be completed in this particular keli, then obviously it won't ask for the things that are made in the other keli. Continues somebody makes a nether of something that goes into an oven. In Asr el he's only referring to bread. The Amar Kol Maisatanur Alai, anything that would be prepared in an oven, then Asr Bechol Anasim Betanur. Then it's broader and it's more inclusive to include anything that goes into the oven. Zok to Mishnah, in a kavush, if someone asks for something that's going to be preserved, in Asr Elam in a kavush shall yerik. He's talking about vegetables. But he says more expansively, kavush shani tayim. Then Asr Bechol Akavushim, he's going to ask all preserved foods. Now let's say he says min hasholik from undercooked food. Right? We said before in sholik is machlekes rishayim what the sholik means. But pashas like the Ran says it's under undercooked. So then ena. Usser elemina sholok shall busser. He's talking about undercooked meat. Sholok shani tayem. That's broader. Usser bechol hashalukim. Zok the Gemara. Amar le Ravacha bere the Ravavila Ravashi. Amar de kvish mai. What happens if he just says anything that's preserved for me? Or de sholok mai? Or de slim mai? Or de maliach mai? So hechen mashman. Does he mean all the foods in those categories, or only just like the real common ones, specific kinds of foods? And of them is tiboy. That's Nadarim's version of teku. Zok the Mishnah. Minat sli. If someone asks things that are roasted, ain usser ella minat sli shall busser. He's talking about meat. Dever Rabbi Yehuda, tzli shani tayim more broader than aser b'chol hatzaluyim all roasted foods min hamaliach. Let's say the salted food ain't aser elav min hamaliach shel dag. We're talking about fish because fish is typically that which you salt. Maliach shani tayim more broader than aser b'chol maluchim any salted foods. Dog dogim shani tayim. Let's say fish fishes. So then aser bohen. Ben Gedel Ben Ketanim. Then he's talking about all the fishes, the big ones, the small ones. Ben Maluchim, Ben Feilim, Ben Chaim, Ben Vushom, whether they're salted, whether they're cooked. Mutter, Betris, Trufa, Betzir, Murias. He's still allowed to have these kind of small prepared fish, the Tris Trufa that's put in the brine. A Neider Ben Tzachana. Someone says, I'm not going to have any Tzachana. So then Osir Betris Trufa. He's not allowed to have this trap Tris, these small pieces of fish. Mutter, Betzir, Uva Murias. But he is allowed to have the brine, the fish truce. Brian, I used to have a guy in high school with me whose English name was Brian, and he came from Atlanta. He said his family members used to call him Brian. Brian! 
Okay, anyhow, a neder mitaris trufa. Someone makes a neder about tris trufa. Then mutter betzir uva morius, and he can have the brine and the fish juice. Tanya, we learned that a brayser of shimben alazar oimer dug sheini tayim. Then usher begedelim umutter begetanim. He's only talking about big fish, so he's allowed to eat small fish. Daga with a hay shani tayim. Then usher begetanim umutter begedelim. Then he's only talking about the small fish. Dug daga the double lushin shani tayim. Then usher begedelim then begetanim. Frak de gemara amar leir papa labai. Mimai de dug shani tayim godlu. Who told you that dug is referring to a big fish? Probably it's because you figure that the big fish, which was a dug in the Pusik and Yaina, ate Yaina, right? Or swallowed Yaina, I should say. But it says in Pusik, So all of a sudden now it talks about the same fish being a dug. Not so shver. Really, the, the fish that swallowed Yaina was a dug godal, and then it spit it out and it was eaten by a smaller fish. It's in the Marshaw explains based on a medrash that initially when Yaina was inside of the fish, there was a lot of room. I always imagine Pinocchio and Geppetto over there inside the cavernous big fish that they were in in the Disney version of Pinocchio. However, once it got spit out, it was in, in a female fish, the Daga. Well, it could be the same size fish, but since it had fish eggs in there, so now all of a sudden Yaina had roommates and he was no longer so comfortable, so it propelled him to daven even more. The Torah says by the Makkah of Dam in Mitzrayim that all the fish dug in the yard in the died. So Ketana Mesu Gedelim Mesu Lecher, all the fish died, not just the small fish. So Ela Daga Mashma Gedelim Umashma Ketana. Of course, the word Daga is all kinds of fish, no, no matter what the size is. Ubi Nedarim Holach Acher Lashem Bnei Adam, because that is how we roll with Nedarim. And then lastly, Zok the Gemara Nedarim and Atzachana. So Amar Le Ravina Le Ravashi Amar Hai Alai Tzichin. My, what would you say if you say Tzichin? Are you talking about? Eating fish brine and fish juice or not, and of them is tea boy. All right, we'll pick it up again tomorrow. Learn well.